Because We're Nerds, the podcast that covers trends and new releases in comics, movies, video games, board games, and much more. I'm your host, Caleb, and today we're giving you a convention survival guide. What do you need to bring? Should you cosplay? And how much money should you plan to bring along? Find out on this week's episode of Because We're Nerds. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you all have had a fantastic week. This week, I have a special guest, my brother, Jacob. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Pretty good, Caleb. What about you? Uh, man, I've been better. I'm still actually sick. Um, I'm better than I was last week. In fact, actually, I'm better than I was Monday, because Monday... Uh, full disclosure, Jacob and Courtney, my wife, recorded this episode, and Jacob's audio messed up, and Jacob's backup audio messed up, and... I, I love technology. It's so great. <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. It was his first time having to deal with it, so um, we are redoing it. In fact, we're recording this on Thursday night, and uh, these episodes come out on Friday, so I'm going to do my best to get this out on Friday, tomorrow morning, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, who knows, Uh, but because of that, we are going to do next to no editing on this episode, so if you hear things that you don't normally hear in the episode, uh, it's because I am still kind of sick, and also, I start coughing if I talk too long, so uh, Jacob is actually going to be leading this episode to give me a little bit of extra time to um, clear my throat and such, so Jacob, thank you for being here, go for it. Alrighty, so today, like Caleb said, we are talking about the Con Survival Kit, and we decided to start out talking about what exactly a con is. So I will start out and tell you my definition. A con is an area, typically a building or a group of buildings, where like-minded fans or people gather for several different things. Um, some of those things are panels, where people come and talk about these specific uh, things that the cons are about. For example, they range from anime to superheroes to whatever have you. Um, it's kind of like a walk conference. If you think about that, you go and you listen to people talk. It's kind of what the panels are. A lot of times they end in Q&As. But also at the con, they have vendors, which are people that bring stuff that you can buy. And they also have people walking every which way in costumes, cosplaying as people you would never see just on the side of the street. Right. And con is short for convention. Uh, everything, like Comic-Con, that's a comic convention, right? And that's the kind of thing that we're talking about. Exactly. So, like Caleb said, he brought up Comic-Con. There's different sizes of cons themselves. Uh, there's Comic-Con, which is typically the one everybody heals of. And that is one of the biggest cons out there it is probably the biggest oh yeah so it's 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 in san diego and i mean it's huge people prepare all year for it it they have tons of streets you know blocked off for it and it is just a gigantic event and it's everything from comic-con which is the biggest all the way down to something kind of like Conuga, which is a con in chattanooga that only lasts Saturday and Sunday. It's very small and self-contained. But it's basically the same ideas, just not as large in scale. Yeah, and these are all over, actually. 
Uh, and if you live anywhere near a city, you probably have cons around you, even if they're not the big uh, Comic-Con size ones, like another one here in Atlanta. I mean, there's tons, but one's called Who Lanta. It's a Doctor Who convention, uh, and it's just like in a single hotel, like down one hallway in a hotel. <laughs> Uh, so it's, it's not super big, but that can be a good thing because uh, the smaller ones don't actually require you to do as much prep. It's a lot easier to be like, oh, hey, there's a really small convention tomorrow. Let's go and check it out versus the big ones like Comic-Con and Dragon-Con where you really kind of have to prepare, do stuff ahead of time to get ready for it. And not only that, the big ones can be kind of overwhelming so since we're talking about the survival kit, if you've never gone to one, <clears throat> it's probably a good idea to start out with a smaller one. And you can typically find out how big they are by doing a little bit of research into them and, you know, just deciding this, the smaller ones, like Caleb said, less prep time. It's not as much going on. It's easier to handle for your first time. Whereas if you were to jump right into Comic-Con, you would be probably overwhelmed at the scale of it. Yeah, Definitely. Um, so going to these cons take preparation, obviously. There's so many different things to check for and to plan out your day. So something that Caleb and Courtney told me for Dragon Con last year was that there is an app for the convention. And Caleb, if you want to talk just a little bit about that, I know you're having some issues talking, so if you can't... <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know if, if I need to stop, or I'll just hack my lung out here on the podcast. Um, That's awesome. I'll, I can't <laughs> wait to see that. <laughs> oh, no. no I, I can wait. <laughs> see, there it goes. <laughs> laughing, laughing sets it off. Um, a, a lot of the bigger conventions have apps, uh, so definitely Dragon Con... I don't know for sure that Comic-Con does, but I would be very surprised if they don't. Uh, even some of the smaller ones have uh, apps that have the schedules built into them. And this is really nice because you can pull out your phone and look at the schedule, but you can also add the panels and things you're trying to go to to your own personal schedule. And so instead of waiting through 40 or 50 panels to try to figure out what you're supposed to go to next, you can just look at your own schedule uh, and this is really handy because a lot of the times it'll alert you. Well, depending on the app, sometimes it'll send an alert to your phone uh, and it'll be like, oh, well, I forgot this panel's coming up in 15 minutes or you can find more information. It's also usually the most up to date version because usually when you go to a con, they hand you a paper version of the schedule. Uh, but that can change, especially at the big ones, because people can cancel and so that's not updated, obviously, in the printed version, but in the app, it is. And the app is the most recent version. Exactly. And not only do they have those, a lot of times, at least for Dragon Con, they had a map of the hotels that it was located oh, yeah. in. Which is very helpful. Which super helpful because you can, you know, it may say Plaza B and you have no idea what Plaza B is out of, you know, four hotels. And so you can just pull up the map and find it pretty easily, which is nice. Uh... Another thing that the app is super, super nice for is, like Caleb said, changes happen, and lots of times at conventions, there's going to be multiple things that you want to go to, but they're at the same exact time. Mm -hmm. So, for example, at 2 o'clock, the actors and actresses of Star Wars may be there, but then you also might have the voice cast of Naruto. My Little Pony. 
My Little Pony, precisely. <laughs> and who wants to miss My Little Pony? Exactly. S- so Not the Zach. app. <laughs> that uh, side note, that uh, theme song was great that he had last time at the end of the podcast. <laughs> so I don't know if people realize we got disconnected while we were recording and he sang that when I was not connected. So I, I found that when I was editing <laughs> and I was like, Oh, this, this has to go in. <laughs> yes. That was a, that was spectacular. I waited cause I wasn't sure if there was something afterwards. And then I just heard the wonderful theme song, which was fantastic. <laughs> but uh, yes, you know, so there may be multiple things at the same time that you want to go to. And the app allows you to look ahead of time at that and kind of give you some time to decide, well, this one may be nice or this one may be nice or this one's all the way across the con. I don't have enough time to get there. I might as well go to this other one. Things of that nature, the app really helps with. Yeah, and that kind of goes into one of our big points about how to plan for the con, which is prepare and schedule your day ahead of time. If you're going to a convention that has an app, You should always check to see if the convention has an app before you get there. Uh, Sometimes it's hard to find and you won't find out about it till you actually get there and they tell you what to search for. But a lot of the times you can find it just by searching for the name of the convention in the app store. If you're on iOS or I actually don't know what the thing's called for Android. I've never had an Android phone. It's I think it's Google Play. Oh, yeah, the Google Play store. Uh, So just just search in there. Look through all of the panels and pick the ones you want to go to. This will save you so much time because instead of being there on the day in the craziness of the crowds, because a lot of these get very, very busy, uh, you know where you're going. And if you can't do that, then what I would recommend is when you get to the panel, obviously, or the, the panel, when you get to the, uh, the convention, check in. When you check in, that's when you're going to get your badge and your schedule, your paper schedule, Go to, look through it, go to the first panel you want to go to, and while you're sitting there waiting for it to start, or maybe right after it's ended, look through the rest of the day and start circling, take a pen with you, start circling the panels that you want to go to. Yes, and talking about planning ahead of time, that leads us into our next part. Cons can be very large. Even the smaller ones can shut down a couple of roads depending how many people are going, and the bigger ones can shut down blocks and blocks. So a couple of different things. Um, and this this is going to depend on where you live, if you live in the city or if you live more in a uh, – uh, what's Rural? the word for that? Rural? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, area. <laughs> so, for example, Caleb and Courtney do not live in the city of Atlanta. So when we went to Dragon Con – we knew that there was not going to be a lot of parking because Atlanta is already awful with parking. Mm-hmm. And so when they shut down all these areas, that there's just no way. You may have to park, you know, a mile or two miles away and walk to it. And that's just, it's a hassle because you may and not pay. even. Yes. And you may not even find parking. You can't rely on it. Yeah. So a big thing that a lot of people do is take public transportation to these cons. And that can range anywhere from a taxi to an Uber to like a metro system to, you know, whatever have you. A taxi. Um, You you already said taxi. Did I? Yeah, that was the first thing you said. (laughs) Obviously, I'm very fond of taxis. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, these, these things can be super helpful because they're always reliable, especially if you're talking about a metro or an Uber. 
uh, always reliable, can always get you there. You don't have to worry about parking. And also, you don't have to worry about time. Because if you plan enough ahead of time, you, you can't... I mean, the Metro has a very specific schedule. You're going to get there at that time. Whereas if you were trying to park, you may spend an hour trying to find parking. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to miss your first panel. And that's a huge letdown because you've paid for the entire thing. You don't want to miss anything. Yeah. For us, specifically for Dragon Con... There is the, it's called MARTA, which is the Atlanta's public transportation system. Uh, but they have like a train that runs and, or a tram, what it, not, not a tram, uh, like a, it's not a monorail. I guess it's a train. I guess it's a train. I mean, yeah. Uh, it's, it's kind of weird. It's weird. <laughs> um, but it, it, it had a stop like right beside where Dragon Con was. And so instead of trying to drive in, what we did was we drove to one of the hubs for the trains and you can park there. And for Atlanta, it's free. And we hopped on the train and went over there. And that was super easy. We got to avoid a lot of the crowds. Uh, We didn't have to deal with trying to find the parking spot like Jacob's been saying. And so what you want to do if you're going to something like this, especially if it's not in your city, do some research for the public transportation for the parking situations, because you got to remember, if it's a big convention, even if parking's good, a lot of it's going to be full. Mm-hmm. And talking about planning ahead with the transportation, another thing to think about is maybe you want to go all out. Maybe you want to stay in the hotel that the con is happening in, because a lot of times they do chose, choose hotels because they have giant rooms that are really mm-hmm. good for panels, and they're just a very open space. If you want to do that, plan on dropping some money, first of all. Yes. uh, Depending on the size and the popularity of the convention. And also, plan on booking that several months and months in advance. Because Mm -hmm. those rooms fill up fast. Um, And it's a big one. Yeah, yeah. For example, Dragon Con, we saw everybody, a lot of people that cosplayed would just stay in the hotel. So they wouldn't have to drag everything around. And some celebrities or people that talk at the con may stay in the hotel, too, because it's super easy and they don't have to worry about transportation at all. Yeah. Uh, but I, I know that, like, the rooms for Dragon Con sell out pretty much as soon as the rooms become available. Mm-hmm. In fact, they they fill up so fast. Let's say you're going to Dragon Con in 2017. As soon as Dragon Con is over, they will give you a discounted rate. For the 2018 Dragon Con, because the rooms fill up so fast and they want to make sure they sell out on every single room. Mm-hmm. And while it's super nice to stay in the hotel that the convention is happening in, you do have to kind of keep in mind that that is where the convention is happening. So it might not always be the quietest uh, mm-hmm. or you might be able to find a hotel that's close by. Again, usually those are also going to be very, very booked, but it might not be quite as bad as some of the others. A lot of times these uh, cons, this is something we haven't talked about yet, a lot of times these cons will have panels and parties that will continue through midnight and after. Yeah. So <laughs> it you may not get the best sleep, but you don't have to worry about transportation. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. it's up to you. Uh, uh, I, I would actually really love to stay at a hotel for Dragon Con one year. But, I mean, DragonCon is four days, and so that would be super expensive. It, it would probably be maybe $600 just to stay in a hotel. Yeah. 
even if you got it at the discounted rate, probably. Yeah. Not worth. <laughs> um, but talking about uh, spending some money, uh, let's go into the very sad Look at part. you with your segues. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is very sad for me because I like food. Um, <laughs> and at conventions, basically what happens is... They have no food. <laughs> no, no, no. They have lots of food. That's the problem. Um, they have so many options, but the thing is... Food well, again. Some... <laughs> I like it, Kayla. Aren't you supposed to not be able to talk? <laughs> I-, I said I'm getting better. La- <laughs> laughing really sets it off. But uh, yeah, if if I talk too long, I I start coughing. Fair enough. No more humor for me. My bad. No, uh, no humor. We need more humor. You sound a little bored. Oh no, I'm not bored at all. I'm 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 trying to think about what I said last time. That was really good. You oh, know, don't do that. Off, That's because it was off the cuff. I know. And now it's like now it's like oh, I, uh, you already said it. I know. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry, listeners. I hate having to redo things. I spent hours trying to fix it, but it it just didn't work. So this is what you get. But Jacob. Seriously, just just go with it. Just okay. Just All right. just Fair off enough. the cuff, All off right. both your cuffs. Just cuff it, Caleb. I'm wearing a short sleeve short right now. I have no cuffs. It's a very short sleeve. The cuffs are on your arms. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but uh, so the way food works at these conventions is that uh, companies that are food companies, obviously. Will come in and pay the convention <laughs> I to the shoe companies came in and fed you. <laughs> hey, hey, shh, don't judge people. Um, so <laughs> these companies will come in and pay the convention in order to show up, and in order to get their money back on these investments, they will typically uh, rank up or hike up the price of their food from what it normally would be. For example, at Dragon Con. A small self-pan pizza, which is like four slices, enough to hold you, but, you know, like you could eat a little bit more probably, is $10, which was very steep for that size of pizza. That was at Momocon. Momocon. I'm sorry. Yes, Momocon. Which was very steep for that pizza. It was really good. I mean, it was Papa John's, but it was just, it's expensive. It was, it, it should have been like $5. Yeah, easily. So when talking about preparing for a con, a lot of the the big money, the big item, the big question people want to know is how much money to bring. Because, you know, that's an important question. And the thing is, there's no specific answer to that. It's going to depend if you want to stay at the hotel, if you're driving in, if you want to not worry about leaving the convention to go get food, which is nice because you don't miss anything and you don't have to worry about getting back on time. Or if you're going to try to leave and find a place, all that varies with money because the problem is the food at con is expensive at cons, but like we couldn't, there wasn't anything really near us. Remember, was it Dragon Con that there wasn't much else around us or was it Momocon? No, Dragon Con was. Momocon, I mean, there probably was, but we didn't really have time to go look. Uh, the f- food is really difficult at cons because they do bring in those vendors and such, but a lot of times they are extremely busy because they're the only mm-hmm. food available. And so if you are trying to eat during lunchtime, 
good luck. You're going to be waiting for quite a while. I would recommend trying to eat before lunch time. Like, instead of eating between 12 and 1, maybe eat at 11 or 11.30 or waiting until 1 or 1.30. Um, mm-hmm. And that's going to help you. But you can also go off-premises to eat. Like, if you research around, you're like, oh, there's a burger place right across the street. That's a really great place to go because they're not going to be as expensive. Exactly. And not only is the food going to be hard, um, you need to plan on scouting out for a table or plan on sitting in the floor. Oh, yeah. Because seating is awful at cons around the cafeteria area or around the food because... I mean, everybody's either sitting down because they're tired of walking around mm-hmm. or they're sitting down to eat. And so in order, if you have a big group, it's going to be just about impossible to find a table unless you go at an earlier time or a later time, like Caleb said. And it may still be difficult then. Yeah. Now, of course, these are for bigger conventions we're talking about. Smaller yes. ones, you really don't have as much of an issue. It's going to be pretty simple. But uh, your Momo cons, your Dragon cons of the world... Just don't. Another option, actually, is you can bring your lunch, and then you don't mm-hmm. even have to skip all that. And in fact, to bring your lunch, what the Cuswinords suggest is <laughs> that you bring a backpack to conventions. Because not only are you going to have to carry your lunch in there, there are several items that you need to bring to cons. And there are several items that you might want to bring. Uh, many items that you need to bring is this is an absolute must. This is at the top of my list, is snacks and water. All right, so hold up. I think your transition was too smooth. You're too good at this, Jacob. Oh, you, you segued too much, too, too well into that. Fair enough. Your, your, pod, your podcasting powers are too good. Here, let me make this less subtle for you, Caleb. This is my next point. Bring backpack. Is that better? Yeah, but you, we need to emphasize this. Uh, backpacks, if you're going to a convention for more than one day, backpacks are a must. If you're mm-hmm. going to any sizable convention, they are a must. If you're going to small ones, not as big a deal. Although I would suggest taking it the first day and figuring out if you need it then. Because it's going to hurt way more not to have it than having it. And And some of you may be thinking... Oh, a backpack? Okay, I'll just bring a tote bag or something. No, 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 no. A backpack is much better, and you'll see why you, once you get there, you're going to be constantly getting in and out. And a tote bag, you can't really organize things in. You know, it's kind of hard and it's jumbled, Mm -hmm. and you're going to have a water bottle and everything's going to get wet. It's going to be a pain. Whereas backpacks, you know, the different compartments and things, it's much nicer. So you can bring a tote bag or something like that, a drawstring bag if you want to. But a traditional school backpack is going to be much better for these conventions. All right. So uh, now that we've got that, well, real quick, you are recording, right? Yes. You started Audacity? Yeah. Okay, good. Oh, I was supposed to start that? Don't No, I'm just even. kidding. I'm, just, don't, I'm like, 20, I'm don't like 23 even. minutes in. I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't even. No, I'm if, just kidding. If, he wanted, if everybody wanted to hear the sound of Caleb willing to kill Jacob, that was it. <laughs> Be prepared. <laughs> All right. So, Jacob, what do we want to put in our fancy backpacks that we're taking? Okay. Okay. So, we have come up with several things that are basically a must. I've already listed a few things. Snacks um, for several reasons. One, you're going to be walking around a lot. And I know this doesn't sound like it, but 
whenever you're walking around a lot at a convention, you don't realize how much you're walking. And it actually drains a lot of energy out because you could be walking several miles a day. Mm-hmm. You're going to be walking several miles a day if it's a big con. And that drains the energy. And you don't want to have to buy something from the cafeteria every single time he gets hungry because like we said it adds up so having you know a pack of peanut butter crackers you know some pop tarts maybe in your backpack something um you know maybe if you bought your lunch like caleb said that's really going to help you power through the day and not drop a lot of money on the food there and along with that is you're gonna need a water bottle and i can't stress this enough you need a water bottle I will give you an example why. Dragon Con, <laughs> 2017, summertime, basically. It is very hot outside. It's in the like the 80s and 90s. Yeah, and no, no cloud, no clouds, no shade. Um, a lot of times, what happens for these conventions for big panels, and we'll talk about this more later, but sometimes, sometimes these panels are going to have too many fans. And that's going to cause the line to line up around the building mm-hmm. because there's not enough room inside the hotel to hold the capacity of everybody in the line. <laughs> just, so, just the line. Just the line. For one and a lot of, Yeah. And a lot of times, <laughs> a lot of times <laughs> these, these people will line up an hour ahead of time, even if they aren't supposed to. And so in order to stand in this line, you may be standing outside and if there is no shade and if it if it's anything like Georgia's humidity, you are going to die if you don't have any water. Mm-hmm. In fact, there was a guy that was cosplaying when we went to Dragon Con and I don't know if he had water or not, but he was wearing all black and he actually passed out because it was so hot outside. Yeah. Um, and this is going to depend on your con. Smaller ones are almost always in just one place. But mm-hmm. Dragon Con, like Jacob said, it takes place over, I think, six. There's four main hotels, and I think there's like six total. And so you will be yes. standing outside in line. Uh, but even if you're not, like we went to MomoCon. I don't know if I took the water bottle the first day, but it would have been helpful because you're still going to be standing in lines and you're going to get thirsty. Mm-hmm. And when we say water bottle, we don't mean like a Nestle plastic water bottle that you picked up from walmart we mean like a actual bottle so like for example me uh when we were going to dragon con we went to walmart and looked at their nice uh refillable water bottles and i found one and what you do is you fill it up with water at the beginning of the day but before you fill it up with water fill it to the brim with ice Mm -hmm. because the ice will melt but you also need to take this into consideration when buying your water bottle, get a good one. Because if you're standing outside and you have a really bad water bottle, that ice is going to be gone in minutes. The one we got, uh, the ice lasted pretty much all day. I think like we were gumming home. I still had a little bit of water left and it was still cool, which mm-hmm. was fantastic. Because the last thing you want on a hot day is hot water. Yeah, you need the nicest water bottles are those that are kind of like Yeti cups, but they're not Yeti cups, you know, and... Those are nice because, like Caleb said, your water stays cold all day. Um, but that is, I mean, that's that's one of my top recommendations for cons. And that's, I, I took one and I still, like, I didn't fill mine up all the way with ice. I remember one of the days and I got told the end of the day and it was, like, warm. And I was like, 
eh, I think I'll weather dehydrate and drink this. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so along with the snacks and the water bottles, uh, you need to bring a phone charger, especially if there's an app for the con, because lots of times your phone is going to die using the app. Mm-hmm. And... These cons are all day things for several days. So you Excuse may, me. oh, you're fine. I saw you dying. You may, you know, have a panel at seven in the morning that you want to go to, but then you may have another panel that's at nine o'clock at night that you want to go to. So you're going to be there all day. And, you know, especially if you have an iPhone, an older iPhone, those things die really fast. Mm-hmm. So you're going to need to bring a charger. Um, now, those are the bare essentials to bring. There's actually something I le- left off this list that I remembered. Uh, if your con is across multiple buildings, bring an umbrella. Ooh, that is a good... Or a rain jacket. That's good. Yeah, or a poncho. Something to keep you dry. Because That's it's going to suck going to the next hotel, getting drenched, and it's only 11 o'clock in the morning. Mm. But then you don't need to worry about a water bottle. So, I mean, it's kind of... I mean... No. <laughs> don't do it <laughs> um but yes all of these are the very essential things now some extra things that are very nice to bring are some sunglasses but most people carry those anyways uh some tissues some hand sanitizer especially if you're a germaphobe because i mean there's people everywhere at these conventions so yeah, you're touching a lot of stuff exactly um some gold bond And Caleb is now a firm believer of friction block. Yeah, so let's back up a second. Gold bond, why do you need it? Um, Let's be honest, guys. You're going to be sweating at conventions a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's going to result in in some chafing. Chafing is the enemy of walking. (laughs) And because cons take a lot of walking, uh, you might want to consider taking some gold bond with you, like a little travel uh, size and yes as jacob was saying uh friction block which is actually made by gold bond um this stuff is fantastic when i took courtney to disney in february this year we found this uh, it was recommended to us from a friend and it's in a little it looks kind of like a tiny thing of deodorant and what we did is we rub it on our feet and it might not seem like it's doing anything but it's soothing your feet is basically what it's doing so like the first day i didn't use it my feet were killing me uh, the second day I got out of bed and it hurt to walk. I put some of this stuff on both of my feet. Helps so much. It like, I don't know. It, it almost numbs it a little bit, uh, mm. but it's going to help you walk a lot. If you, if your feet, uh, start hurting, it is like the thing to have. And going back to the gold block, gold bond, James bond, uh, really quick <laughs> is that, um, bond. Gold bond. <laughs> Advertisement. That's a free plug right there, gold bond. <laughs> um, so you don't want to be that person walking around that people can obviously tell you're having issues and you're trying to do like that awkward like walk. Or, oh, like, waddle, I hate it. You know, and like you're like, oh, nobody knows. And everybody around you like, oh, he's in pain. You know? Yeah. Like, so that that might be something nice to bring, especially... This is something people don't think about it sometimes is if you're cosplaying, some clothes that you wear underneath are not like normal clothes sometimes. And so you're going to have more skin on skin. And so the gold bond actually really helps with that. Some videos that I've watched of people cosplaying really recommend to bring that. Um, yeah. you know, it's, it's 
it's one of those situations better safe than sorry. So, I mean. Mm -hmm. And there are other things uh, that I didn't add to this list because people would think I'm crazy. Uh, but I take other things with me as well. For example, I uh, I think I took one or two Ziploc bags with me last time. Uh, I took some like paper towel or napkins. Uh, and I took a couple of trash bags. And I think a couple of like Walmart bags. Um, because... Dude, you'd be surprised what you need at a con, and when you're in the middle of nowhere and you can't get those things, it's a pain. We ended up actually using uh, the paper towel napkin things I brought as napkins because we didn't get any, so that was super nice. Mm. Um, if anything breaks or if you buy anything small, the Ziploc bags are great. If maybe you eat some food and you want to keep it for later, stick it in the Ziploc bag, put it in your backpack. Courtney also mentioned Monday that medication like she's prone to getting migraines oh yeah and she took some medicine with her and that like saved her life because there was a couple times you know it's a lot going on it's a lot of walking it's a lot of heat so you're gonna get headaches easier than you typically would especially if you're prone to them so without that medication she would have had a really bad time at these conventions so you know that's that's gonna vary for each person but definitely bring you know some advil maybe some uh like zortec some allergy relief medicine um at, at the bail minimum. Um, another thing when talking about what to bring uh, is going back to how much money. A lot of people nowadays just use credit cards or debit cards for everything. Um, we suggest to not do that for cons for several different reasons. Um, if you're driving in, obviously you're going to need money for parking. So that's that's a easy one right off the bat. But something that you don't think about is cons have these vendors, right? And these can range from big companies that come in like Sable Forge, which sells custom lightsabers, um, down to people that make jewelry or people that make masks or anything you can think of, weapons, anything you can think of is going to be at cons to buy. And these smaller vendors... Uh, some of them would do not take cards. Some will only take cash. And also, the, the, this kind of segues into another part, but I'm just going to go in and say it. When you're looking to buy something, don't buy it the first day. Because as the con goes on, a lot of times, unless it's like a big company or someone that's very well known, a lot of times the price is going to decrease over mm -hmm. time, especially the last day. Now saying that, don't take that to halt because you may go back and it may be gone if they have like a limited, you know, it's something you have to weigh once you get there. You know, yeah. if you if you get there and they have 20 statues of Goku and you're like, oh, I want one, you'll probably be fine. But if they have one, you're like, okay, maybe I should go ahead and get that. Yep, he's right. Um, Sorry, I definitely cut you off. No, 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 you're good. I was going to oh. say, you you are absolutely right. Um, the longer you wait, the more discounted things will be. But another thing that you might want to consider is if you're trying to purchase something big, mm -hmm. even if you want to purchase that purchase it that day, come back at the end of the day. Again, unless it's the only one. If it's the only one, I am always going to recommend getting it then because chances are it's going to be gone. But... Come back at the end of the day, because otherwise you're going to have to carry that around. And while that might not seem like a big deal, it really <laughs> starts to be one the longer you're holding it. 
especially if it doesn't fit in that backpack that you're definitely going to take with you. Right. Um, for example, me and Kayla bought some swords when we went to one con. I don't remember which one it was at. I think it was Dragon Con. And like the, I bought the Keyblade. Key blade. Yeah. Yeah. I got the Keyblade. Key you can see yeah. it right there. Yeah, exactly. I'll post uh, a picture I mean, of my Keyblade on our Instagram page. And I will send Caleb a picture of my Keyblade and he'll post it with his because they're different ones. Yeah. Jacob's got nice. the original. I've got yeah. the Oblivion Keyblade. Super I'm the awesome. OG. Um, but another thing to think about with the cash is that some vendors, uh, now the big companies won't do this, but some vendors will negotiate their price a little bit. For example, if you go and it's a statue and it's like 50 bucks and you pull out $40 in cash and have it right in front of them and you're like, oh man, could, is there any way you could do 40? There's something with cash that if you have it in your hand, rather than if you pull out a credit card and you're like, oh man, can you do 40? You know, people are just more prone to drop the price a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now saying that, don't, don't be one of those people that goes and something's like 20 bucks and it's worth 20 bucks. You're like, oh man, can you do five? Like don't downgrade those stuff. Make mm-hmm. sure it's a reasonable price. But a lot of times you can get them to go down at least a little bit, especially on the last day because they're trying to get rid of all their merchandise. Yep, it's true. Oh, um, me talk. <laughs> I talk. You talk. Who talks first? You open. You opened your mouth. I didn't know if if that was words or your lung. I wasn't sure. Oh, I hope my lung isn't coming out of my mouth. <laughs> um, yes, I, I'll go. Uh, another reason to bring cash is for food. Again, sometimes these places take cards. Sometimes they don't. But better safe than sorry. the The shortest line might be the one that takes only cash because most people don't bring cash. Mm-hmm. And Courtney mentioned Monday again is that I'm stealing all of her points, uh, so I'm going to give her cred. Um, is that a lot of times most of these places will have uh, ATMs available, but there is going to be a fee for getting <clears throat> cash out of those unless it is your main banking ATM, I guess. Yeah, your bank's ATM. Yeah, I don't use ATMs much, but um, but. Like Caleb said, better safe than sorry. Go ahead and bring some extra cash, more than you think you're going to need that day, because who knows? Maybe something will happen, and you might be find like, the one. Exactly, the one ring to rule them all. I like it. Um, but yeah, so that's that's basically it for vendors. Uh, just just keep in mind, you know, if you are going to wait, it may be gone. You can borrow a little bit, but not much. That's basically all you need to know. And and shopping at the end of the day is always better than at the beginning of the day for carrying mm-hmm. stuff. So a big question often is exactly how much money should you bring? And we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. It is going to depend on if you're going for the day, if you're there for the whole con. Uh, but a good rule of thumb, if you're going and you're planning on eating there, I would say... It's going to cost you roughly 15 bucks for one person to eat. Easily. I know that I know that sounds high, but legitimately, I mean, the pizza that Jacob was talking about, it was 10 bucks. I think that one came with a drink, but a lot of them don't come with drinks. And so it's going to be like 15 bucks for you. So 20 bucks per meal that you plan to eat at the con, plus any money that you want to buy stuff with. Plus, I would always bring maybe an extra 20 bucks Bare minimum, just to be safe. I can give you an example. Uh, we went to Dragon Con, like I've said 30 times in this podcast. 
And, you know, I, I bought money with me and Caleb and Connie bought money with them. And, you know, we were just planning on food, maybe some vendors. We went ahead and bought some stuff. What we did not plan on was pictures. And so this is basically what happened is Courtney wanted a picture with Matt Smith, her favorite doctor. And it just so happened that Stan Lee was also at this convention and he was also offering pictures. Mm-hmm. So Courtney and Kayla might kind of made this, you know, conniving deal that Courtney could get a picture with Matt Smith if Caleb could get a picture with Stan Lee. And what's nice about these is that you're not limited to how many people are in the picture. Well, let, let's be clear. To a certain extent. That was at Dragon Con specifically. That yes. could be different depending on the con you go to and who you're taking pictures with. Yes. So Stan Lee specifically at Dragon Con, uh, he did not have a limit. So me, Caleb, and Courtney got to have a picture with him. And we just split it. I would say three ways, but Caleb and Courtney's money is kind of like the same thing. So we split it two ways. Um, and it's all my money, yo. <laughs> hey, I mean, Courtney works too. I mean, it's all my money, yo. Okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, and so we didn't plan on that, and they didn't take cards. I don't think. I think it was only cash, right? Uh, no, they did take cards because I did it online. You had to do it online. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. But if they well, didn't, exactly. I'm pretty sure you ended up borrowing money for us for something. Yeah, and I paid you back. Yeah, so it's, it's good just to have the money. Yeah, it, I think it was it was to buy something because I didn't, I didn't have enough of it. Obviously, it was to buy something. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> what? You use money to buy something? I know it's a strange concept these days, but um, yeah, so <laughs> if, if they didn't have cards, you know, it, it would have been nice to have extra cash. I... My stories are getting confused. I'm getting old. It's all downhill from anyway, here. Anyway, uh, that said, I wouldn't walk around with $500 in your pocket. No. I've never had anything stolen from me at a con, but you are around a lot of people, so you never know. If you are going to do something like that, I would suggest dividing it up. Maybe putting some in your wallet. Maybe putting some in your backpack. Maybe putting some in a different pocket. If you're with people, like Courtney and I, Jacob said, we're basically a unit. She's my wife, so... She can have some of the money. I can have some of the money. That way, if some of it is stolen, it's not all of it. Exactly. Now, moving on from... That was basically everything that you need to know about cons for going to your first con. If you don't want to do anything extra at all, that's basically it. However, some people are going to want to cosplay to get the full experience. I was one of these people. Uh, and so I just wanted to share a little bit from what I know. <clears throat> Caleb has not done this, but I'm sure he knows some on it too. Um, so I went as Red Hood for Dragon Con. Very first time I've ever cosplayed. Very first time I've ever gone to a con. It wasn't the first day though, I think. No, no. It was the third day. Second day. It was the second day. Because yeah. uh, the first day we had a lot of panels and the second day we didn't have as much. So I was like, that's going to be a good day for me to go. So there's several things to think of and there's pros and cons of cosplaying at cons. Wow. Pros and cons at cons. Okay. The cons of cosplaying at cons. With cons. Convicts. Nice. <laughs> so... 
one of the pros is that it's super fun. It was it was really enjoyable getting my costume together. It was really enjoyable making it. It was enjoyable getting there and wearing it and having people see what I've worked hard to do. It was it was super fun and it was nice to have a sense that I was a part of a big old community that I had never been a part of before. That was really cool. Couple downsides. That was the biggest upside. <laughs> <laughs> couple couple downsides. Um I was not smart since this was my first time I cosplayed. And I did not have replacement pieces for my cosplay. For example, I didn't have extra straps. I didn't have glue. I didn't have extra foam. I didn't have paint. Because uh, I used EVA foam to make my costume. But I didn't have these extra things that I needed. And I wore my costume around for mm, about an hour, I think. Now, given this is my first time and I'm not a super creative person, so I probably could have made it better. But one of the straps broke and it just, it looked funny. And I didn't have something <laughs> to fix it. And so if I was to do it again, I would bring replacement pieces, like I said, because most cons have a area where you can go and actually fix things. It's a, it's a repair room for cosplays. Mm-hmm. And they will have glue in there for you. They have some extra supplies. They have people that can help you hold things in place while you glue them. And that's super nice because you look really funny, you know, sitting in the middle of a hotel. And you're like, can someone hold my hot glue gun? And, you wow. know, you're trying to like, you wow. know, that, that's me, you know, and you're trying to like glue it back. So these repair rooms um, normally will be on the map if they have an app for it. Um, and they also have staff walking around at these cons and most of the time you can ask them and they yeah. can direct you towards the room. Uh, another con would be that this, this is a big one. If you, if you're a really creative person and your cosplay is really good, of course, it's going to be nice wearing it and people are going to ask you for pictures and that's going to make you feel good. And you're going to be like, yeah, of course I wanted, you know, to take a picture with you. And that's awesome and all. Like that that's great. The only downside is if there's a panel you're trying to get to or you want to get to or some vendors or you're running late meeting friends or something like that and your cosplay is awesome, be prepared to get stopped a lot. Because people at cons love to take pictures of awesome cosplays. Mhm. So this can slow you down, so we suggest that if your cosplay is smoking, that maybe even if it's not smoking, plan on wearing it your least busy day. Yep. In fact, I would go a step further. Like Jacob said, I've never actually cosplayed at a con. Uh, that's not because I don't like to. I love dressing up. In fact, a couple years ago, I made a Kylo Ren costume from scratch. It was awesome. For Halloween. I guess that was 2015 when the yeah. movie came out. Or maybe it's the year after. It could have been 2016. Anyway. Uh... I will probably never cosplay at a convention because all Jacob was talking about stuff breaking. I would go into a convention cosplaying, assuming that it is going to break. It doesn't matter what you've made. I would always assume it's going to break. That's the thing. One, the other thing is that when you're cosplaying, cosplaying is like its own thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's very difficult to go to a convention and enjoy the convention while cosplaying. If you go to cosplay, I would suggest go 
just to cosplay. It's it's just it's it's hot, it's uncomfortable. It can be really difficult to stand in lines. It can be really difficult depending on the size of your costume to fit through doors. It can be difficult to sit in your seat in a panel. Again, if it's really big, sometimes if you have like really big accessories, they block people's views. So it's it's just very difficult, I think, to cosplay unless it's something simple. Like if I mean, if you're cosplaying um, Link from Zelda, that's pretty much just regular clothes. That's not too bad. But anything with EVA foam, anything beyond that, it can be very very difficult. So. If you're going to do it, like Jacob said, do it on your least busy day or a day where that's all you're going to do. Also do what Jacob did and bring a change of clothes so that if you don't want to continue wearing it, you can, if you're staying at the hotel, you can take it back up to your room. If it's small enough to put in your backpack, you can do that. If maybe you're close enough to your car, you can run it back to your car and come back. But you don't want to ruin your day because your cosplay is uncomfortable. Exactly. And... Like Caleb said, if if you're going to a con and you want to experience everything for the first time, I suggest start out small with your cosplaying if you've never cosplayed before. And this could be probably an entire episode by itself, but for example, if you wanted to cosplay and be part of the bigger community or whatever, you, you know, go as like Peter Parker and have a Spider-Man shirt underneath your button-up and have the top of it unbuttoned slightly. Or go as, you know, Bruce Wayne or something that is not too much where you can still enjoy things, but yet you're still cosplaying. Yeah, I I would say anything that's like the Link example I said, uh, where it's pretty much cloth clothing um, and it's simple, great, go for that. Anything beyond that is where you really start to run into those issues. Mm Mm-hmm, I would agree. All right, is that all you got, Jacob? Uh, I, I think so. Okay, cool. I got a couple more things I want to say. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> we, we talked about panels earlier. Uh, I do want to say that if you are trying to go to a panel with someone that is very famous, Matt Smith, Stan Lee, uh, the the cast of pretty much any movie. Power Rangers. Power Rangers. <sighs> Power Rangers. Or Guardians. I know. We stood in line for Guardians and we didn't get in. So we- I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interrupt you just super quick. Also, also, just so you know, um, we went to a panel for Green Rangers, not the movie, uh, for the show, one of the shows. Was it Mighty Morphin? Yeah. Yeah. And they had the Blue Ranger there, I think the Red Ranger. Uh, it was the Black Ranger. The Black Ranger, and they were going to have the Green Ranger there as well. I think there was one other, but I don't remember. Tommy, the Green Ranger, could not make his flight. Or his, his flight was delayed. His flight so was delayed. He, so he was not there. So also, just so you know, just because you're planning on going to a panel, don't be super, super disappointed or surprised if someone big has not made it because they, they're not there ahead of time. A lot of times they show up like on that day before the panel because they're very busy people. So just so you know, it was disappointing, but it was still awesome to see the other two. And if there was a third one, I don't remember. But it was still awesome to see the other two there. But just so you know, it does happen sometimes that people can't make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you're trying to get into a panel like that, you need to show up early. So for the Stanley panel, for the uh, Matt Smith panel, um, we arrived to the line, I think, an hour and a half early. Easy. 
Yeah. Um, no, Stan Lee was two hours early. Was it? Yeah, Stan Lee was two hours early. Okay, yeah. Um, that t- that amount of time is going to change depending on your con, but you want to keep that in your, the back of your mind when you're planning your schedule uh, to, to think about needing to be in line. Now, sometimes uh, they'll say, we're not lining up for the next one yet. That's kind of true, except the other people have formed their own line. That's not the quote unquote official line right behind where the real line will line up. Yeah. Uh, and you can't really cut in it because even though it's not the official line, cutting's not cool. And also people are going to get mad. You so, will get stoned. So be yeah, careful. Yeah. Uh, so you, you really need to get there ahead of time. Uh, which this can be an issue if your panels are back to back. Like we went to one, I think it was the Stanley one, and then we immediately left to get into line for the Guardians of the Galaxy panel, which was yep. in the same room because a lot of times they clear the room, uh, so we we couldn't stay in. We had to leave. We stood in line for like an hour, uh, maybe not quite an hour. It might have been like thirty or forty five minutes actually, um, and we were like they cut the line off right in front of us, like mm-hmm. literally. We were like like six people behind. Like, no, we, it was, it was, was we it closer were, than that? We were like, so it was me, Jacob and Courtney. One of yeah. us could have gotten in that person oh, would have yes. been like, like the third person back. Like there were two people in front of us. We were very close. Right. So, um, sometimes that happens, especially if you don't get to line quick enough. So keep that in mind. And like, Caleb, sorry, I was just going to add on to it super quick. Uh, like Caleb said, just so you know, if it's someone you really want to see and you're going to be super disappointed and you're like within the next three people in line, you can stay there if you want. Because if anybody leaves, they'll actually let you in to take that person's spot. Mm-hmm. Because the only reason they're stopping people is because, you know, the fire marshal won't allow past a specific number. So you'll probably have to stand. You will have to stand if they let you in. But they will let you in if someone leaves. But people don't always leave. So mm-hmm. just so you're aware of that. And... With what Caleb said about clearing the room, a lot of times for very big people, very big rooms, they will clear the entire room beforehand. But sometimes if things are running late or it's a smaller room and it's not as big of a person coming in or something like that, they won't always clear the room. A lot of times they will have a sign letting you know if they're going to or if they're not going to clear the room. So that's something just to be mindful of because every con probably does that differently. And Caleb's only been to like three different cons, I think. I mean, I'm, I'm no, including... No, I've, I've been to several. Have you? Yeah. Oh, well, just kidding. I've been, been to two. I haven't been to, to tons of big ones, but I've been to several cons. Okay, okay, fair enough. So every con is going to be different. And like, for example, the and Stanley, actually, I know it even, said... Even within the same con, they'll do it differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I know, for example, Stan Lee, they had a sign up and they said, we will clear this room before. So if if you're really wanting to see Stan Lee, don't go to the panel right before and, you know, sit in the room and you're thinking, oh, I'm just going to save my spot because most of the time they will clear that out. Mm -hmm. So just be mindful of that. And plan, uh, if if that is the reason you went or if it is a big person, plan your day around it. Mm -hmm. Stan Lee, it, it was... I don't know if I want to say it was a dream of mine to see him in person, because that sounds really, really nerdy. I mean, our show is called Because We're Nerds. But um, it <laughs> it was very high on my list. And so for that day, that was all I wanted. 
So I didn't care what else we did. I didn't care. But when it came to like three hours ahead of time, it's time to go get in line or it's time to go at least check the line yep. to see. Uh, now, also with that, when you're doing your schedule, make sure that you plan enough time to walk the distance between your panels. You might not know that distance, which is why also, if it's a multi-day con, scope it out on your first day. So most multi-day cons, uh, unless it's just Saturday and Sunday, uh, are four days. They usually start on Thursday and end on Sunday, or if it runs over a holiday, maybe it starts on Friday and ends on Monday. That first day is, especially if it's on a Thursday, it's not going to be as busy. So that's a great day to walk around the entire place, get a feel for where things are. So when you're planning, you can say, oh, well, I really want to go to this, but this one is on the other side. Uh, maybe I should find a different one that's closer because you might not be able to get, make it to the other one in time. Exactly. And I, I wanted to bring up something going back actually a little bit. If, if you were done with what you were saying, Caleb. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. <clears throat> this is what Courtney said, and I thought it was a really good point, and I wanted to bring it up. And Caleb, this is going to hit a little home to you, so I know you'll say something about it. So these cons, uh, the vendors and the people that show up, there's no guarantee that you're ever going to be able to see them again. Oh, for I know example, For example, Stan Lee was going to several different conventions, and he was at a convention, and they announced this was the last time he'd be signing autographs at a convention and now he doesn't do it anymore, but people didn't know that ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, when we were in his panel, we found out it was going to be his last time at Dragon Con. Mm-hmm. And so you don't know that ahead of time. So saying that if you're there and you see something that you really want, something that's special and unique, not something that's like, you know, a toy that you could probably get, you know, from ordering on Amazon or something, but like a book that you could have an author sign or something you need to get it because there's no guarantee you'll see it. For example, Caleb, we went and at Dragon Con, and one of his favorite artists of Spider-Man was there. And Courtney, this, this is a quote from Courtney. Courtney has only heard Caleb regret two things in his life. This is one of those things that he has regretted. <laughs> she told him to, to get, or to go talk or get a signature or something from this artist and you know I'll, I'll let caleb talk about it some but yeah so so the artist is mark bagley who uh did spider-man stuff uh, probably he's his best known contribution to spider-man was ultimate spider-man he did the first i don't know hundred and something issues great great work uh and so we found him i didn't know he was going to be there we were walking around the artist alley and i found him and i went up and i talked to him for a little bit and uh, Courtney was like, you should buy something. But the thing was, he was kind of packing up to go to a panel he had to go to. And so I was like, uh, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. And I didn't want to hold him up because I, like, I really wanted to talk to him, you know, fanboy a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> but I, I said, you know what? I'll, I'll think about, it. I'll come back. Uh, and I think he, you could even buy, like you could buy stuff he's already done, but I think he would do custom sketches for you mm-hmm. and stuff. So... Uh, I walked away and uh, I never saw his panel again or I never saw his booth again. Uh, I think he was busy or maybe we were busy and we never made it back. I I wish I would have gotten something from him. Uh, I do actually know that he lives in Atlanta, which I did not know at the time. So he's probably at Dragon Con every year. I could probably find him. 
Uh, in fact, funny story, because of this podcast, uh, I did another podcast called, um, oh goodness, what's the name of it? I just completely forgot the name. I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember the name. I feel really bad now. I do. I, I went on it with Jeff LaBeouf and uh, some other guys. Anyway, uh, we had another guest on there, uh, Brian Silverbacks, and he knows a guy who's best friends with Mark Bagley. Oh, and really? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm kind of hoping maybe I can uh, talk to this guy and, and figure something out and maybe meet one of my my childhood um, dream uh, icon people. What's There's a word for that. Uh, childhood icons, I guess. But, <laughs> uh, but yes, I, I, I do regret that. I am not normally an advocate of saying buy something just because you want it, just because in the moment you want it. But Jacob's right. At conventions, you can find some things that you can only find there. Uh, the Keyblade? Yeah, I could probably find that somewhere else. My lightsaber I bought? Yeah, I could probably find that somewhere else. My picture with Stan Lee? I will never, ever, ever get another opportunity to do that. Especially with the way mm-hmm. his health is. Or I, I could probably meet Mark Bagley again. But if I didn't live here, maybe I would never get the chance to meet him again. So definitely take that plunge if you can. And like Caleb said, it's it's a little bit different with conventions because you don't know when these people are going to be back. And we're not talking about buying something again, like I said that you can just find anywhere. This is something that's going to be more sentimental to you, especially if it's like a childhood icon, like Caleb said. Like, a lot of people probably love the Green Ranger. If the Green Ranger is there signing stuff, and you had a Green Ranger pop, for example, that's that's something that's super popular to get signed these days. Get that signed. It's, it's not the fact that you have a pop of the Green Ranger. It's a fact that it's signed by him. Mm-hmm. It's something that you're going to cherish for forever. Mm-hmm. And so, talk, talking about signing... Just to mention this really quick, a lot of celebrities and voice actors and, you know, just all these different people will do signings at cons. And you can literally just about bring anything to be signed. Uh, I know that pops are super popular, books, pictures. Some people bring their own artwork that they have created. You can get them to sign your skin. There was a couple funny stories at Dragon Con <laughs> that. Um, but... I mean, they'll sign any anything for you, but uh, there is a depends. almost almost there is a there is a uh, price tag to that. But just so you know, talking about the backpack, bring stuff that you might potentially want to get signed by people that are there. Mm-hmm. So if if you decide last minute you're going to get the signing, or if you change your mind, you're like, oh, I don't want him to sign a card for me. I want like a merchandise that's signed. Go ahead and bring that just to be safe. Yep. And uh, the signatures are a lot more reasonable. Uh, excuse me. <coughs> oh, hey, look, there's my lung. Um, the signatures <laughs> Just are. One. You have another one. <laughs> right. The signatures are a lot more reasonable than the pictures. I think maybe the m- most expensive signature I've ever heard of was sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. But I'd say most like pretty famous people are going to range around forty to forty-five. Some people are even cheaper. We went to Momocon, and if you're <clears throat> a fan of anime and stuff like that. Um, you know, might know Joey, the anime man. Uh, he was there, which I actually didn't know, which was crazy. And also um, Aki Dearest, who is his girlfriend. He's, she's another YouTuber. 
they did stuff. They signed stuff for free. They were like, we're not important mm-hmm. enough to charge. So some people, if they're a little bit smaller like that, you might get for free. And just so you know, a lot of times at these cons, that's how these people make money. A lot of times the con doesn't pay these people to come in. A lot of times the pictures and the autographs is how they make money coming to these things. So you may think, oh, that's steep. And a lot of them are. But if you think about it, you're like, okay, well, that's how they're getting paid. That's how they're making the money for coming. So mm. it's a little bit more reasonable if you think about it that way. All right. I'm trying to think if I have, <clears throat> excuse me, anything else. Um, I would say if you have the opportunity to go to a con and you're thinking about it, totally do it. Oh, yeah. We have talked about some of the downsides, but cons are so much fun. Um, the only one, I'll say this, I've only been to one that I regretted. It was called Heroes and Villains in Nashville. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, about that. I spent, I think it was like 60, I think it was $60 a ticket, but I got one for free or something. Uh, and we drove up to Nashville. And we went, and it was like the saddest thing ever. They only had like one room for panels, and it wasn't even a room. It was an Aww. area in this giant um, open space. And then they had the artist, Alley, and the vendors. And that was it. There was nothing what? else to do. That's kind of sad. It Stephen Amell was, was there, though, right? He was, but I wasn't I mean, watching Arrow uh, fair at, at that time. But I did get to see Michael Rooker, Yondu. He is crazy, but he's super fun. Oh, that's cool. So that was a highlight, but... Aside from that, awful, awful, maybe their other one's good, because I know that that was a different location for them, but um, so anyway, I'm saying that to say, check out these conventions. You'll have fun if you enjoy that kind of thing. Yeah, they're crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Yes, the edge cases of socially acceptable people are there, but that's the community that we're a part of. I am going to throw something out there that I mentioned with Courtney and I forgot. If you are an adult listening to this and you think this may be a nice family experience, that may be true. But just so you know, there are lots of cosplays of, for example, Victoria's Secret Angels at these uh, conventions. I wouldn't say a lot. Mm, Okay, here, let me say it this way. There are... Lots of anime cosplays. And if you are familiar with animes, the girls typically have less clothing. Oh my than... goodness. Now you sound like Zach. No, no, now this you're is you're stereotyping. This is no, no, no. Courtney, Courtney agreed with me. You know, like, for example, you're watching an anime and the girl will have armor and it's not covering any of her, like, stomach or, like, legs. Like, she could easily die in battle. But I mean, <coughs> anyways, anyways. So all, all I'm throwing out there is just so you know, Sometimes they're all a little bit more risque cosplays. Not only from females, but, like, there's a lot of gender bending at cons. Um, And, I mean, that's... It's not that big of a deal, but I just wanted to throw it out in case you weren't expecting it and you showed up and you're like, wow, there's 17 guys dressed as Sailor Moon characters. You know, like, just so you know. And that's going to vary depending on con to con. Like, there was a lot more of that at Momocon versus Dragon Con. Oh, yeah, most definitely. All right, Jacob. Well, that was that, and this is this. It's time for What You've Been Up To. Nice. Now, I do believe that that was much smoother than your transition that you recorded Monday, (coughs) as Courtney tells me. (coughs) Goodness, I'm starting to cough a lot. You talk. good. Uh, Jacob, what you been up to? All right, Caleb. I 
as you know, have been playing Spider-Man on the PS4. I have completely 100%ed it now. Oh, really? Yep, I 100%ed it two days ago. Did you 100% it or did you platinum it? No, I platinumed it. Nice. I, like, I'm done. Yeah. I the, the last thing that I had to do, and this is, this is not really a spoiler, is I thought I had porched at the top of Avengers Tower. But yeah, I, I thought not. I did too. Like, I was, I was pretty sure I did. Yeah, I went, I went to the top, and then I saw the trophy for that, and I'm like, I totally did that. I guess I just didn't perch, because you have to press a button yeah. to perch. Yeah, I, I, I guess, but... So, I, I've been doing a lot of that, and then the suit that you unlock, I've been playing a lot in, which I, we won't say what it is, because there's probably people still playing. The suit you unlock for 100%ing? Yes. Okay. Because I 100%ed it right before I platinumed it. Okay, yeah. Like, I only had one achievement <clears throat> right beforehand. So, literally, I 100%ed it, platinum. Like, back to back. Mm-hmm. So, so I, won't, that, I won't say what that suit is, but I'll say the power is pretty cool. Yes. Uh, which is, everybody dies in one hit, including you. Yes. So, I am actually, something that I plan to go back, um, just because I'm curious. I want to go back to, like, a big boss battle and activate it and see if it works for that. So they're supposed to be doing a new game plus, so yes. you could do that. <clears throat> That'd be cool. You can also load your game back though. Oh, can and, you? No, yeah, I, I think because I saw something and it said load game. I don't know if that meant your previous saves. That's probably Pro- what it meant. It's probably a previous save. Okay, so that'll be nice because I know there's some missions at the beginning where I wish I had specific suits to take some awesome pictures. Like there's this warehouse <laughs> mention and. Like, you could get some awesome pictures with some of the suits you unlock later in the game. And I love photo mode. I have taken, Caleb, you don't know this. I counted the other day because Corey asked me. And I have taken over 600 pictures in Spider-Man. Oh, my goodness. Now, that, that includes, that includes like, achievement pictures, pictures for missions that, like, it automatically takes. And it takes about, I think, 70 of those. So, I've, I've taken about 530, give or take. That's ridiculous. A lot of those I need to delete, but some of those are pretty cool, and you know it, because I've sent you some. And uh, Some of them. Yes. So that has been fantastic. And then the <clears> other <throat> thing that I've been no, up No, Jacob. To, it's been amazing. It's been spectacular. Sensational. Mm, wait. Wait. Wait for it. It's been naotic. What? Because Spider-Man knew... Noir? No. Noir? Yeah, sure. Noirotic. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. Um, but the other thing that I've been up to is I have finished the full season of my favorite show I think I've ever watched in my entire life. Filled Westworld? Plot twist. Yes. I have been dis- disassembled and assembled back with my brain not included <laughs> at these plot twists. Like... <coughs> I thought I knew what was going on, and then like a plot twist, and I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense. And then by the time I finished the word sense, it like completely 180, 360 reversed itself, and I was like, whoa. So I told Courtney, uh, Courtney's brother, Coy, which listeners have not heard of, but Coy uh, and I will be watching season two together. So I am super excited to get on that because season one just. Wow. Yeah, it's fantastic. I, 
I'm trying to remember, I don't actually know if I've seen the finale of season two. I've either, we've either finished season two or we've got the finale to go. Mm. Season two is really good. We watched it like really spread out. So it's kind of hard for me to remember season two. Uh, Cause it's, you, you know, um, but it's still good. It's just different. Fair enough. And last thing, this is super short. Since we were just talking about cons, I haven't even told you this yet, Caleb. I am actually going to Conuga this upcoming year, which I am super excited about. When is it? And it is, okay, February. Oh, okay. I think. Yes, I think it's February. Speaking of February, um, did you see that they set the release date for Dark Phoenix? No, but I saw the trailer for Dark Phoenix. Yeah, Valentine's Day. Really? Yep. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, they released Deadpool on Valentine's Day, too. Oh, fair enough. But Deadpool, I mean, you know. What? Deadpool's like, I don't know. That seems something funny for Deadpool. Phoenix seems like so dark. It's like. Does it seem dark? I mean, what do you think? Finish finish what you're saying, then we'll talk about Phoenix. Okay, okay. Yes, that was basically, I'm going to Kanuga. One of my friends asked me to go that cosplays a lot. And so... She's actually making me a cosplay, which I'm super excited for because I don't have time to make one. And um, it's going to be awesome. She's going, He's going as, as a Victoria's Secret model. I'm actually going as a Bond Gold Bond, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like Caleb said. Um, no, I. Uh, she's going as Miss Motion. Okay. And I'm going as... Superboy? No. She told me. It'll come back to me. Mm, I, I hope f- she doesn't hear this. I forgot it. Oh, Red Tornado. I'm going as Red Tornado. I'm what? Yeah. That seems complicated. Yeah, it is. No, she's she's someone that's really good. I'm going to go in and give her a shout out. Is that okay? Like, is that... Is that yeah. Shout out who okay. you want. So, um, Abby Hickey. Don't, don't, don't shout oh, out Hiller. That's awkward. Hell Hydra. Not Nazis. Uh, so. <laughs> oh, so, man. Abby Hickey on social media, that's A B B Y H I C K E Y, is on Instagram and Facebook. She posts all of her cosplays and she is exceptional. Like, she is so good and I can't comprehend how she does these cosplays. Anything from she's done Belle and like Cinderella. You know, to Miss Motion, she's done Squall Girl, and it was really good. She's done the healer from Overwatch, the the um the healer, Mossy, Mossy, the Sorry. healer. She's done Mossy, yeah, I know. Wow, Lucio. Uh, she's done Mossy, which was really good. And anyways, I could go on and on, <clears throat> but she's awesome. Check her out. She doesn't know that I just told you, but it's fine. Don't even worry about it. Um. So, anyways, Caleb, what you been up to? So, as you heard last week, uh, I have been very sick. Actually, I wasn't that sick last week. After we recorded last week, and before we recorded now, I have been very sick. I I was out from work all last week. Uh, So I've had a lot of time to just sit. Oof. So I also platinumed Spider-Man before you, for the record. Rude. It's it's really good. It's a great game. I do have some complaints. Um... I think I don't think the crawling, the wall crawling, is very good. Actually, uh, I agree. it's really not featured in the game, uh, even though it's there. 
Um, there's times where it should work and it doesn't. Um, I wish there were more boss battles. And I wish the boss battles were more varied. Like, they don't last very long. And there's not a lot of challenge to them. Um, yeah. I, I felt like they should have been a little bit better. Uh, and then I had something else. But other than that, I mean, it's... The game is really good. Um, they did a fantastic job. The swinging is really good. Sometimes it doesn't feel super precise to swing, but oh, I disagree. I, mm, there's, there's, there's. It gets better the more you do it, but True. there's times where it's like, oh, I want to land there, and I can't quite make it. So instead, I can't zip either because that's going to put me too far. So I'm just going to go on the side of the building and I'm going to run up. But because of the way the uh, free running system works, I jump over where I'm supposed to be. And mm. there's a little bit okay. of that. I, I can kind of see that. Yeah, but but not too often. Definitely check that out. Uh, on top of that, I have watched a bunch of stuff. More stuff than I'm going to list. But I have three things that I've watched uh, that could be of interest. First up is a movie called Hunt for the Wilder People. This is a movie by Taika Watiti, who was the director of Thor Ragnarok. Um, he also had a hand in Flight of the Concords on HBO, if you know what that is. Uh, he's from New Zealand. It's a New Zealand movie. They're super funny. Uh, the movie is good. It's actually got the kid from Deadpool 2 in it. He's, uh, the main character. Uh, it's interesting. It's not what I expected. It's a little bit long, I think, uh, for what it needs to be. Why don't you give us, like, a, like, a 20 word synopsis hmm. orphan placed in house lives in woods with uncle has to survive manhunt for him and uncle without dying for listeners uh caleb we're video chatting caleb just used his fingers to count each of those words and on a couple of those words, I could tell, like, survive has two syllables. He almost went two fingers. <laughs> what survive? That, that's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so the, is, this orphan gets placed and then um, some stuff happens. I don't want to spoil it. But he ends up out in the woods with, um, uh, it's not his actual uncle, but he calls him uncle. And they don't like each other initially, but then, you know, the movie plays out. But they're also the focus of a manhunt. So it's pretty mm. funny. If you're a fan of Fly of the Concords. It's that kind of humor everywhere. If you're a fan of Korg from Thor Ragnarok, that kind of humor everywhere. Um, it's not a comedy, but there's a lot of comedy in it. Is it like on Hulu, Netflix? Yeah, so this one's actually on Hulu, which is weird because Hulu doesn't have that many movies. Mm. Uh, but I watched it on Hulu, so you can check it out there if you want. Like I said, it's a bit long, but I would recommend it. Um, the other movie I watched, or one of the other movies I watched, goodness, uh, I watched the live-action Bleach movie. Oh, how was that? Yeah, so, it, well, if you don't know, Bleach uh, is a manga-slash-anime that was really big in the early 2000s. It was one of the big three, Bleach, Naruto, One Piece. Uh, it kind of fell out towards the end, but uh, I used to like Bleach a lot. I haven't read all the manga or watched all the anime. I've read, like, the first 13 volumes of the manga um but the movie was a lot better than i expected uh i've heard a lot about a lot the anime adaptions from japan and it's like well sometimes they're okay but a lot of times they're very eh um the bleach one actually it was pretty decent the first 
maybe three-fourths of it really stuck pretty close to the story. Uh, the ending changes stuff quite a... Well, it doesn't change it quite a bit. It combines things that didn't happen at the same time in order mm-hmm. to give like a better resolution. Uh, but the graphics were really good. I think they did a great job making everything look real, making it look interesting. He's got the giant sword. He's got the blonde hair. The hollows are there. He fights them. I wish there was maybe some more hollow fighting. Um, but it was pretty good. I would recommend it if you're into that kind of thing. It is on Netflix right now. Oh. They just added it. Uh, so if, I'll watch that. If you would equate it with the Death Note live action, comparably, how well would you say Bleach? Well, did? see, that's hard because I didn't mind the Death Note adaption, but most people hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, they're two very different types of source material. I mean, Bleach is a shonen, and Death Note is like an intellectual thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, I would say that the Bleach movie is closer to its source material than the Death Note movie is to its source material. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the last thing that I did was Jacob. I am finally trying to get back into the Netflix Marvel series. I started Punisher. Hey, that show is so good. Wow. Sorry. So I, I think I've watched the first five episodes. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it is really, really good. I haven't seen that anything is. past The Defenders. This is the first thing I've watched post Defenders, which I think was actually the next series that came out. Um, it is the best show, I think, since or the best season since Daredevil season one. I think season so, one Daredevil is still number one, but Punisher is number two for right now. If just 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 for my knowledge, if you don't want to hear this, just just know I'm just gonna ask him where he's been at, like what the last thing he saw. But it's I'll been tr- out. I'll, it's I'll been try out. to keep it non-spoilery, non-specific. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, Castle, yes, just met up with one of his former war buddies in the woods. Oh, oh, oh! Is that five? Really? Yeah, I think that was five. Yeah, because it's called Gunner. And there's like ten. There's thirteen. How many? Thirteen. Okay, yeah, that's okay. Ooh, it's about to get really good, Caleb. Well, it's, it's been already... it's been really good up until now. No, it's already been really good, but just wait. Okay, oh, I'm kind of excited. I'm I. I was super close to going into Iron Fist season two because it's only 10 episodes I've heard. And I've also heard it's better. I was like, I didn't like Iron Fist season (laughs) one really, but I'm really curious what they did with the second season. But I I did Punisher instead. And I'm very, very happy I did. I I will tell you, I have started Iron Fist season two. I'm on like the third or fourth episode right now. Um, It's it's hard to get into. Mm. After the first episode, I'm like, Eh, I mean, it's a lot of setup because they're going like in a completely new direction. So it's it's like the producer or action code or whoever's in charge of it that's like new. It's like they wanted to emphasize those was different. So, well, given the reception to the first season, I no, would yeah, understand they need why. It. Yeah, they, they need it. I'm just saying it's a little hard to get into. But after I think I'm on the fourth episode because the third episode starts to pick up a little bit. Okay. And so it's okay. It's nowhere near as good as Punisher, though. Like. You need to finish Punisher and then maybe yeah. rewatch Punisher and then go to Iron Fist too. No, I'll, I'll probably do Punisher and then either Jessica Jones or Luke Cage because uh, season three of Daredevil is coming out in October. 
Is it? I didn't hear that. Yep. It's releasing in October. I'm so excited. Daredevil's my, I think, one of my favorites. Punisher and Daredevil's right there beside each other. Yeah. It's it's really good. So that's all I got. Well, that was awesome. And I just I just wanted to say Punisher um, is very not safe for work, just so you guys know. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm past the point of saying things aren't safe for work. I think as a general rule, everything we talk about is not safe for work unless we say it is safe for work. That's a good point. Yeah, uh, I've, I've, it's just it's like every time we say something, oh, this isn't safe for work. This isn't safe for work. Yeah, I think we get it. I think our listeners know. Okay, okay, fair enough. But you know what is safe for work? What, Jacob? Taylor Paul. Taylor Paul, tell me about it. Taylor Paul wrote the intro for Cosmonauts, and it is spectacular music. Sensational. Spectacular. You just said that. Yes. I'm really stressing it. <laughs> uh, and you can find him at T-A-Y-L-O-R-P-O-O-L-E music.com. TaylorPoolMusic.com. And he's just checking him out. He's done some fantastic stuff. And yeah, you need to go look at him some more. Caleb, who else should we check out? CNC Power Hour. Our friends over on Twitch where they stream Magic the Gathering games on Sunday which I was on two weeks ago now, and uh, video games, usually on Saturdays, but sometimes throughout the week. That is awesome. I will have to check them out some more. Also, please check out our website, CuzWinners.gmail. Oh, yes. Gmail, not CuzWinners.gmail.com. That's our email address. If you would like to contact us, our email address is CuzWinners.gmail.com, but our website is CuzWinners.com. Uh, it's best place to check out all of our episodes and all of our content. We've got a guide for where you should start if you are new. So go check it out and send your friends there too. And that email is C-U-Z-W-E-R-E-N-E-R-D-S at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to Cosmo Nords. Stay up to date with all the naughty news and podcast drops by following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also leave us comments and feedback at cosmonauts at gmo.com. Again, that's C-U-Z-W-E-R-E-N-E-R-D-S at gmo.com. And as always, if you enjoy this podcast, we would love it if you could give us a five-star review on iTunes. Next week, it's time for Contest of Champions with Hero vs. Hero. Who will win? It's mano y mano as we fight it out for supremacy on next week's episode of Cosmonauts. Stay naughty. So, Caleb, I just realized I was thinking here while I was going out of the, you know, the outro. I said, I said, hell Hydra and not hell Nazis. Aren't Hydra Nazis? Yeah, I know. I wasn't going to argue. Okay. <laughs> I thought about it and I wasn't sure. And <clears throat> now I just feel stupid. So, I mean, I just, I well, didn't know. It's warranted, I think. Okay. I didn't. <clears throat> wow. Well, you know what? Rude. <laughs> Speaking of which, I was actually thinking about, given... You listened to last week's episode, right? Yeah, of course. Given what I said about Batman in there, I thought about doing a new segment each week. What what, what kind of cereal would they eat? <laughs> so I thought, in honor of Spider-Man, <laughs> we'd, we'd talk about what kind of cereal Spider-Man would eat. <laughs> that is awesome. Okay, okay, you go first. So... 
Peter is a pretty simple guy. He doesn't have a lot of money. I think he would keep things pretty plain, pretty simple. I'm thinking like a Cheerios. Mmm. I see. I see. Like, like honey Cheerios or just Cheerios? Just Cheerios. Right, regular Peter. But like, like if we're talking Amazing Spider-Man, the movie, Peter, I think he'd probably do something a little crazier, a little more hip, like, uh, like the cookie crunch Zach was talking about. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay, see, me on the other hand, Peter's, Peter's very smart, su- super smart, you know, but he has a lot of hurdles in his life, mm-hmm. so I kind of like where you're going with Cheerios, but I think he's more extravagant. I'm, I'm thinking something like Fruit Loops, you know? Oh, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. there's a lot of hurdles he's jumping through, uh-huh, you know? Uh-huh. And Fruit Loops, they're just kind of, they're more extravagant than Cheerios. Are you suggesting he's going to jump through the hole of a Fruit Loop? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> all right there you go <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> cereal everyone go eat some it's great 